Hello and welcome back to Janelle Talks Too Much. Thank you for being here and let me first off say that this is probably a really big topic that you cannot talk about with your parents. It's about your gay pride and I'm here for it. This time of the year is my favorite because of the weather but also because the gays are out and about and it is in your face out loud and it is to be celebrated because it is something that is near and dear to me being a pansexual person myself and I'm here for it. I also wanted to take a moment to thank all of my listenership. We are officially on three different continents. We are in the United States. We are in Australia. We are also in the United Kingdom. So thank you guys so much for listening in. And I really appreciate you guys tuning in for the perspective from the South of America. (laughs) Um, This episode in particular, we're kind of pinpoint a lot of not to say atrocities, but a lot of the treatment toward gay people in the South. Now, me myself, I have not necessarily suffered any discrimination because of my sexual orientation, but definitely some judgment, some crazy looks, and I have seen a lot of shit because of it happened to other people. So I think it's really important for us to discuss what it is to be gay, what it is with social constructs that make it so abnormal or against status quo, and the dangers that come behind being out as a gay person or a trans person. It is extremely important to not out those people as well, but we'll get to that. So starting out, LGBTQIA stands for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, intersex, and asexual. So if you fall under any of those categories, let me again tell you, happy Pride Month. I think that it's the transgender community that gets a lot of shit, like gets a lot of hate from people because they are the most misunderstood. And I want to take a little bit of time to at least do my best and my due diligence to try and give credit to the definitions of what transgenderism is. So that way people who are not transgender themselves or have questions or whatever it is, if people are uncertain, this can offer a little bit of perspective. I want to remind you at the end of the day, regardless of somebody's sexual orientation or identity, they are still human. And I encourage everybody to treat each other as such before you see somebody's appearance or anything else aside from them just breathing. Remember that they also bleed just like you do. They're feelings get hurt just like yours. So off of that and into the definition of transgenderism, according to APA American Psychology Association.org, transgender is an umbrella term for persons whose gender identity, gender expression, or behavior does not conform to that typically associated with the sex to which they were assigned at birth. So that's where a lot of the argument comes into is that, you know, you can't change your gender. You can't change your gender. Okay, says you, (laughs) says you who knows nothing about it. Uh, So let me be the one to tell you there's a difference between sex and gender. What is sex? It's assigned at birth. It refers to one's biological status as either male or female, and it's associated primarily with physical attributes such as chromosomes, hormone prevalence, and external and internal anatomy. Gender refers to the socially constructed roles, behaviors, activities, and attributes that a given society considers appropriate for boys and men or girls and women. These influence the ways that people act, interact, and feel about themselves. While aspects of biological sex are similar across different cultures, aspects of gender may differ. Various conditions that lead to atypical development of a physical sex characteristics are collectively referred to as intersex conditions. So what does all of that mean? Essentially, it means that sex is assigned at birth, male, female, and that's what a lot of people who are bigots, homophobics, they, if you express homophobia, it's a lot of the times that I hear that come out of the mouths of 
of this argument where it's, well, well, you can't be both. You can't be both. And it's, and it's almost as if you went to college and you studied psychology and human anatomy, and then you realize, wait a minute, no, you didn't. And you have no idea what the hell you're talking about. So given that I've done enough research, I also have a minor in psychology. I think I have enough leg to stand on to tell you, you have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. So let me help you. If you'd like to have an argument with somebody about their sexual orientation and their gender identity, you at least need to equip yourself with the correct terms when you're trying to hurl insults at them, okay? So essentially gender is a constructed societal role. It is something that is given. It is something that is indoctrinated and learned amongst boys to men and girls to women. So essentially giving your little boy blocks and cars to play with so he builds and understands that men build things and race cars and girls play with Barbies so they understand that beauty is associated with femininity and so on and so forth. And this develops the gender norms within us and our society reinforces that every step of the way through social interaction, through media, through friend groups, through school, it is always segregated, male and female, pink and blue, gender reveals, those type of things. And I see more people nowadays doing a colorless gender reveal, which I think is really cool because why are we associating colors with gender? Why is it that if a man likes pink, it makes him gay and questionable? I like pink, but I also like black. Does that make me gay because I like black? No. Does it make me gender neutral? It doesn't make me anything. I just like the damn color. So moving on from there, all of that is, again, accredited to APA.org. So if you don't really know and you want to know a little bit more about it, I encourage you to do your own research and just check it out. APA.org has a lot of psychological terms, a lot of definitions, a lot of testimonials, a lot of things that back up their research and their claims behind what they're telling you. Aside from, you know, just some guy that you know on Facebook talking about it. So we've seen within the past few years this pushback from gay pride with straight pride, which I think is the most heterosexual normative thing (laughs) that people can do, where it's like, okay, so, you know, black lives matter, so white lives have to matter too. Can you just not, you know, like, can you let minorities have any type of thing on their own without saying, hey, what about us? What about you, bro? It's not about you. And I think for a second, having to come out of oneself and consider other people that are not like you that don't look like you, talk like you, act like you, it puts us on the defense and it should not do that because it's different does not make it bad. There's a lot of people that will hear this and immediately condemn me to hell because I am attracted to women. I'm sorry, I don't... I don't mean to laugh at you because I understand that some people have very devout beliefs about sexuality and about attraction. And I think it is inherently evil to not educate our children on attraction and sex because when you catch them masturbating, it's horrific for everybody because we sexualize things that we should not, little children being one of them, but the naked body being another, attraction being a bad thing. It is a humanistic trait. It It is an animalistic trait. Animals have attraction. We have attraction as humans to one another. And not understanding the difference between sex and gender and inherent attraction and relationships with people, it just kind of gets messy and confusing the older that you get and the less that you learn. I want to talk a little bit about where pride came from. So the Stonewall riots in New York, there was a lot of police patrolling and violence toward gay and transgender people during this time, especially during certain parts of New York, like 
like the Greenwich Village, Stonewall Inn, places that were, you know, the gay crowd hung out and it became increasingly violent on behalf of the police that patrol that area. So the patrons of Stonewall and other people in that village, they kind of banded together and ended up having riots. Like they were fighting back against the police. This is why we celebrate Pride because it didn't start from just, hey, we're going to be out loud and we're going to be brave and courageous. We're just going to do it. You know, it literally started from a liberation standpoint. And I want you to understand that because we've seen it happen with the Black Lives Matter movement. We've seen the traction that that gained. And this Pride Parade, the Gay Pride Parade came from Stonewall riots. Another thing that you can also Google. So for you to sit there and say, oh, well, straight pride, straight pride. You can be straight. No one hates you for being straight. But yet I don't know many people that have gotten killed or killed themselves or faced discrimination or bullying of any type because they were heterosexual. So to demand a pride parade for being straight just feels a bit unnecessary when you're stepping back looking at it objectively. I am very big on respect on my show and I do respect pronouns. They, them, he, she, them. I don't care what your pronouns are. I typically am the person that will ask usually in a conversation but very privately as to not out you. So when I say that I mean if you suspect somebody of being in the closet don't ask them out loud if they're gay. Don't ask them in front of other people. Don't you know read the room okay. If you come across a transgender person and they get what's called clocked. Clocked means that somebody sees you and determines, oh, that's a man. Oh, that's a woman. When you know good and well, your gender identity is the opposite. That's getting clocked. Some transgender women and men are passing, which means that they fit the appearance of what is considered feminine or what is considered masculine without having to try very hard. So that's passing. If you out somebody, you're risking their lives, by the way. Don't do that. It's not just rude. It is endangering them completely to do that. So please don't do that to them. Me, I usually will pull somebody aside, wait till we're comfortable in conversation and we're alone. And then I will say, hey, by the way, what are your pronouns? And usually they're she, he, him, them, they. Okay, cool. And if you fuck up, when they correct you, don't get defensive and roll your eyes and do all that extra shit. Just let them correct you and make the effort to go back and correct yourself and say, ah, them and go about what you were saying. Pick up where you left off with the correct pronoun that you missed. That's how you learn. And I've explained this to my grandparents before. My grandmother goes by her middle name and she does not really care for her first name. So everyone calls her by her middle name. That's what she prefers. And I explained it's the same exact thing. It's just a respect thing. So regardless of what you think, it's kind of fucked up if you think, okay, well, I'm not going to consider you a woman because you were born without the parts. That's bigotry. That is very ignorant and it's very unbecoming of people who try and carry themselves through what is supposed to be Christ-like. And I say that not to attack my grandparents. I'm saying speaking as a person who lives in the South and who is bombarded by Christ-like actions and narratives and rhetoric every day. I'm telling you that if you are a kind of person that immediately sneers and raises your eyebrow at gay people or any type of gay shit that I love, you, in my mind, you are just a bully and a bigot waiting for your opportunity to belittle somebody and stand behind your beliefs and your religion to justify it. And according to the Bible, the Christian Bible, homosexuality was not a sin, sorry, an abomination until the 70s. 
that was not originally in there. We can go round and round about religion. We're not going to do that. I'm trying to be respectful about it. I'm saying that there's one side and then there's another. The side that I'm standing on today is celebrating the courageousness, the boldness, the otherness, celebrating the people who got picked last, who got bullied. I'm celebrating you with this. You are incredible. You are amazing. You're good either way. So you like boys and you're a boy. Who cares? I don't give a shit. I, I just, I can't emphasize enough how much that kind of stuff does not matter to me and it shouldn't matter at all. But unfortunately, where I live, where I was raised, it is something that is very tight lipped. It is something that will get you sent to a distraught teen camp out in the fucking wilderness. It's something that will cause gay kids to code switch, which means that when you're in front of people who don't know that you're out, if you're a boy, you speak very much so in your bravado. You very much so have bass in your voice. You accentuate what it is to be masculine, even though that's not at all who you are. Same thing with a girl. If she's a lesbian and she's into girls and, you know, you bring out that feminine side and you change your voice and your mannerism, that's called code switching. And it's not something that only gay people do. It's something that people of color do, especially black people on the regular all the time. And it gets exhausting. It is so exhausting to not be yourself all the time out of fear of being rejected, judged, attacked. I have a friend who was thrown out of his house for being gay. And unfortunately, this friend of mine, he's not good at code switching. And that's actually a a good thing. He is as gay as they get. And his voice will say it all. And I love you. I know you're listening to this. I love you so much. And he is a survivor. He is a fighter. He is the most optimistic person I have ever met in my life. And for someone a parent especially to turn their child away because of their sexual preference i i don't get that and again it goes back to the belief system the indoctrination of what we are taught through the majority of people here that practice the religion christianity is what dominates the south you know anything outside of what those normatives are is considered blasphemous an abomination evil um outside of christ-like and i don't understand how it's so hard for people to dissociate themselves from their beliefs and accept some else and understand that, you know, the Bible doesn't run everything, okay? Not everybody practices what Jesus Christ wants them to practice. And that's totally okay. They are not going to go to hell. They are not condemned forever. They are still people and they are happy living their lives, not practicing and believing what you believe. And that doesn't make them any less of a person. But I think it makes you a lot less of a person. In my mind, when you express this kind of bigotry and hatred towards another person, because you understand when you do that, you pass that down to your children who end up bullying these kind of kids in school. And those kids end up killing themselves because of the bullying that they experience from your children because of your mannerisms, because of your practice. Understand that it starts at home. Understand that it starts with you. Why would you want your child to make any other child feel less than human? Because imagine if that were your child that came home and they are bullied for not just their sexuality, but maybe their clothes or maybe their ability to play sports or grades or whatever. If your child was in the position where they went to school every day and they hated their lives and they were terrified of people and closed off forever. It's terrifying. And I, again, don't have kids. We know this already, but just take a second to imagine parents, please, that your child is at the brunt end of bullying. I mean, I know that probably won't reach a lot of y'all's ears because you know, a lot of you, from what I can see, are your child's first bully. So I'm talking to you. Stop bullying your kids. Stop bullying other people's kids. Stop bullying one another. There's a lot of things that I can say to people that have done me wrong, that have done me dirty, who are a part of the LGBTQIA community that are black. You know one thing I'm not going to do? I'm not going to attack your race, your gender identity, anything like that that you can't help about yourself because that's a pretty low blow and it speaks more about me as a person to use that as a last resort, as a Hail Mary and a fuck you to bring that up 
and dead name you let's talk about dead naming for a second if someone who is transgender has made the transition let's say male to female female to male whatever and they are going by a different name and you dead name them that means that they have dropped the old name let's say Catherine goes by Zeke now we're gonna call them Zeke Zeke has a normal life they have normal friends they have a normal interaction with their parents except for one who just refuses to accept their transgenderism refuses to accept them as a person the person that they are right so in an argument this parent dead names Zeke and calls them Catherine as an insult that is so nasty that is so mean I can be pretty fucking mean I think a lot of people who know me in real life can attest to how mean I can get that's something I'm never gonna do regardless if we were friends beforehand if I just met you if you're a friend of a friend I'm cussing you out whatever the situation maybe I am never going to resort to that because there is no hatred in my heart for people on that level. I just don't agree with that and I don't understand how people can sit here and justify it after everything, the Stonewall riots, everything, after children killing themselves because of their sexuality and the bullying that they've experienced, everything on top of that and still look at these people and say, yeah, no, no, I'll pray for you though. We don't want you to pray for us, bro. We want you to leave us the fuck alone. If you don't like us, that's a you problem. That's a you problem. If you have a problem with me being gay, I think that's a you problem. If I can do something to help you with your problem about my sexual identity, let me know. Outside of that, I encourage you to do some soul searching and research and um, come back to me when you figure out your issue and your solution to your problem. So that's about it. I really do appreciate you guys. Again, so much uh, three continents. We are, we are fucking crushing it. We are fucking crushing it. And I really, really am excited to put this one out there. But hey, it's prior month let's go be out loud and in people's face okay because that's what we do but most of all let's just be true to ourselves okay let's not engage in argument let's have our boundaries enforce them when needed but let's just enjoy our month okay let's enjoy our time because it's our time be who you are be unapologetic about it because the more unapologetic you are about something the more uncomfortable that person becomes with the fact that you are not bothered by their uncomfortability okay I love you guys so much to the moon and back and I appreciate the shit out of you guys for listening and I will see you next time.